Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. We've seen the story before. We've seen the story before. Big news! The Athletic NBA Show will now bring you even more content through the Athletic Audio Plus. Subscribe now for a free 30-day trial via Apple Podcasts to listen to bonus specials, exclusive interviews, Q&As, and more. And after your trial, it's only $1 a month for access to all Athletic Audio, plus bonus content across our entire network of shows. Check out the Athletic NBA Show's latest bonus episode now, only on Apple Podcasts. Welcome to the Athletic MBA Show. Monday through on the Athletic Podcast Network. I do have a take. Point of contention. Uh, what are y'all talking about? Y'all hate. Stop hating. Welcome to Point of Contention. Five subjects, five minutes, five points of contention. I'm Zach Harper. That's Jade Hoy producing. Coming up on the show, draft day is here. Blame pop. Tampering season. Playing is here to stay. And we got new rules. In this corner, Bay Area legend, new homeowner, and author of two books about the Warriors dynasty. That's right. There are two books about the Warriors dynasty, both from the one and only Marcus Thompson. Marcus, do you think the new Kyrie 8s are trash? You know what? The more I think about this, this is an incredible market employee. I don't own a pair of Kyrie 8s. I'm interested. Wow. I can't wait to see them. I'm, I'm like, okay, now I want to see what they look like. Stage right? now social media events? Like. So wow. Like, wait, hold on. Like, this is actually working if they intended to do this. And I, I don't know that they haven't. I, I think they're, if Kyrie doesn't like them, I don't like them. Let's go with that. Wow. You can't, you can't buy the Kyries that Kyrie doesn't endorse. Why not? You can't. It, no, but isn't that, isn't that what the system what if you don't like Kyrie? wants you to believe? Maybe you don't like Kyrie. Maybe, yeah. maybe you do want the shoes he doesn't endorse. But then but you wouldn't buy his signature people, shoe in the first place. What if more people don't like Kyrie would now buy the shoe than the people who like Kyrie and would have bought it otherwise? Maybe it's a market test they're doing to see what, right. how many people don't like Kyrie. Kyrie actually, he has a long history of very good shoes. Like he, yeah. His shoes have been some of my favorites. Yeah, That's the crazy part. Bangers, yeah. Why would the success that he's had with his shoes culturally and with sales would they not let him have say in it like that's crazy to yeah me. he's angry about it he seems incensed in incensed <laughs> because it's saged is that what you said it's saged social media event <laughs> it's saged <laughs> and in this corner from the hard streets of Springfield Massachusetts Celtics expert and future author of the made-up book from the mid-range, Danny Ainge's relentless pursuit of mediocrity. He's one of 400,000 people from Massachusetts <laughs> that calls himself the kid. It's Jay King, Jay, Biggie, Jay-Z, or Kyrie Eights. 
Jay-Z. I'm a Jay-Z guy. Jay-Z's he's the goat to me. Wow. Wow. He's the goat to you. Jay-Z is my goat. Interesting. Yeah. We're just gonna forget everything after the black album. Yeah, I mean there okay. there, there have been some swings and misses in recent times. Okay. I'll, I'll put so you're saying right. he's not six and zero in the finals. He's not. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. He's more of a LeBron gets <laughs> to the finals every time. Guy. Right. Yeah, exactly. Okay. We can do that. All right. Speaking of the finals, now that the finals are over, we have the draft. Jay, start the clock. Tonight's the night. That's right. It's finally time for the 2021 NBA draft tonight at 8 p.m. Eastern. Who's rising? Who's falling? Will the Pistons hold fast and take the great Cade Cunningham number one? So many questions. So much innuendo, more smoke than Tommy Chong's living room. Hey, you want to get high, man? This howdy duty got wooden balls, man. I got a joint here, man. I've been saved for a special. Lies. There are lies everywhere amongst the conversations, as Kevin Garnett once said. Anything is possible. Marcus, look into your crystal ball. Who is the team to watch as we head into tonight's draft festivities? Oh, you know what I'm going to say, baby. The team with two first-round picks and a desire to move up. The Orlando Magic. (laughs) (laughs) A team with two first-round picks and three superstars who are like, we don't want these kids in our locker room. Markel Fultz, Cole Anthony, and RJ Hampton. You better watch out. You better watch out for this team with with two first round picks, three superstars, and a coach in Tokyo. Uh, Ooh, I e. don't even know got who e. the Jay. Magic's coach is. Right? Do they have a coach? I don't even know. Got EJ Lloyd Pierce. He's going to be on the Magic at some point. Oh yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah, there we go. I definitely think you. Uh, I, 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 de- I feel like obviously the Warriors are going to be players. Uh, but I also, I also think clearly uh, Memphis is trying to do something. I think that's a team you got to watch out for. It's the teams that are right there. Like they could go from nine to six or seven, four or five. Those are teams that are, are good. They have a good enough base to build on to make it worth their while and some pieces. So Memphis, Indiana, Golden State, to me, those are the teams like I'm, those who I'm rocking with, I feel like the, the established superstars, they're going to pump fake all the way up to the deadline and they're not going to do anything. And they're going to be like, ah, we just go run it back. It's it's the teams that need to make a move. So I'm, and obviously I'm looking out for the Warriors. Jay, I'm going to go with Detroit on this one. This, this draft to me reminds me so much of when the Celtics had the number one pick. And everyone thought Markel Fultz was going to be their guy. And he took photos at TD Garden in front of the rafters. Like, he was very convinced he was going to Boston. The Celtics traded that pick, went down to number three, got who they wanted in Jason Tatum. To I've talked to some people who don't think Cade Cunningham is the top prospect in this draft. And even though he's seen as the consensus number one, I wouldn't be totally 100% shocked if Detroit decides to trade down and take some excessive goodies to do so and get, you know, Jalen Green or Jalen Suggs or Evan Mobley, because those guys are all top, top talents, too. In addition to those people you talked to, how many of them were yourself? Or Evan Mobley. 
Mr. Jalen Suggs. Jalen Suggs. I am a Jalen Suggs guy. I am a Jalen Suggs guy. Um, but obviously, most people think Cade Cunningham is the best prospect in this draft, and some people think it's overwhelming. But I just think that this it has shades of the Markel Fultz draft. You know, the great quote from uh, Troy Weaver when somebody asked him about fit. He was like, they all fit. We won 20 games. Right. <laughs> like, they all fit. <laughs> I do think it's weird that, um, I mean, I get why, and he may end up being that good anyway. So it's not like I, I don't see him as a great prospect. But it's weird to me that it sounds like the Rockets are not considering Evan Mobley enough. Right. Like, and Jalen Green's going to be a dude who like puts up 25 a game in his career. Like he's going to be, he's going to be an incredible score, but it's, it's interesting to me that the, the Rockets have not been tied to Evan Mobley at all. Marcus, because it's like, well, we have Christian Wood. Like, oh, okay. You do. And. Oh, yeah. What's that mean? Huh? Yeah. <laughs> which, which isn't, it, that's a little, something's up with that. Right. It feels Smoke screen. You smell wow. smoke yeah, yeah. yeah. It feels like, it's a little smoky I mean, you, in here. Are you are you seriously just completely not interested in Evan Mobley? Right. That's right. another reason. Another reason this has shades of the Markel Fultz draft. Because that year everyone knew that Lonzo was the Lakers guy at number two. They did not even consider anyone else. And that's why the Celtics knew at three Tatum would be available. And so I'm telling you, this has Markel Fultz draft vibes. I just don't. I'm convinced. I don't know. Like, it's tough to pull the trigger. Man, if you give up Kate, right, and and he becomes what everybody thought he was last year when people were tanking for him. Yeah. Man, you don't. Do you recover from that? Especially if that you get a dude who's it, mediocre. It takes stones to do that. Yeah, yeah it to takes move stones. on from Kate at this point. Especially with the, the people who would be calling to get him, right? Like. Who's trading K to Bob Myers, right? Like, you're like, hold on, I'm not about to help the boy. <laughs> right, like, no, exactly. I'm not doing that, right? Like, so if these people are calling to get K, I don't know. If, I, man, that would be, he would be gangster if he doesn't do it. He would be, he would be a lot like Jay-Z before pre-Black before, before Kingdom Come, yeah. Um, here's the thing is that uh, if Troy Weaver takes Cade Cunningham and he doesn't pan out, Jay, I don't think anyone's like, what an idiot. I can't believe he did that, right? Like, it doesn't become that situation. For some reason, we ended up having revisionist history on Markel Fultz's failure. Um, And I think probably because it was so weird the way he failed. But at the time, like, pretty much everybody was said, oh, yeah, you got to take Markel at number one. Yeah, and and when you trade back, like, like the Trey and Luka Doncic trade, what, you look like an idiot when when you move the opportunity to take a super duper star. And even, even though Trey has become Trey yeah. and Trey has become awesome, you still look like an idiot. So, yeah, you have to be right if you move the number one pick. Yeah, you just you got to get it right. Speaking of getting it right, they're not. Take two. Team USA back on track. Not buying it, guys. Team USA got their Olympics what? back on track with a one twenty to sixty six blowout win over Iran. Sparked saying, by the, we're calling that back on track. We're calling that back on track, baby. Sparked by we're the additions of Devin Booker and Drew Holiday into the starting lineup. Greg Popovich's U.S. team moved one win away from advancing to the knockout phase. They play Saturday against the mighty Czech Republic and Tomas Sadoransky. Booker and Holiday played off the bench against France, and after traveling to Japan directly. 
from the NBA Finals. This is all in wake of the U.S.'s embarrassing 83-76 defeat to France in its Olympic opener on Sunday. Coach Pop bore the brunt of the blame for that loss. According to the Athletics' Joe Varden, Team USA basketball players are grumbling about his San Antonio Spurs-style offense at the games. Jade, play the tape! Okay, we're ready. What is this, everybody? Roll camera. Okay, what do you want? I'm so tired of this. You have any regrets about not going smaller early? No, are you coaching now? Well, action, fire. You should try not to do that. I, I you know that. Learned that, that long time ago. What went wrong for you guys tonight? Action, uh, what went wrong for us? Yeah, this afternoon. Sorry, I lost. My they played better than we. What is it that you've seen from him and, and his success? The, the ball went in the basket a lot. Not trying to be flip, but that's what happened. You're serious. Anybody else got a question? Makes any sense? Um, I, I choose not to share that with you. Is it? Does that not bother you? Not a lick. Why would it bother me? I, I choose not to share that with you. Coming out right now needs no introduction, but I'm gonna give him one anyway. He's our four-time Taco Tuesday customer of the week. <laughs> His brand new movie is called Space Jam: A New Legacy. Check this out. Jay, what do you think will happen on Saturday? And the reason I'm not buying this as back is it feels like, let's say you're a hundred thousand dollars in debt, and then you pay your phone bill on time. That's what that win over Iran felt like to me. Like, yeah, you were financially responsible in paying your phone bill, but you're still $100,000 in debt. So, Jay, what happens Saturday against the Czech Republic? Can they get through to the knockout round, or will they be knocked out? What the fuck? What the fuck is right? No one would dare insult the second belief. They're going to beat the Czech Republic. I have no doubts about that. They're not back. That loss to France, people can say whatever they want about France maybe being the the second best team in the tournament or the best team in the tournament, one of the favorites. Sure. They had Gershon Yabuselli playing crunch time minutes. What the fuck? They had Vincent Poirier playing key stretches in the second half. What the fuck is wrong? Those are two guys I watched with the Celtics. Two of the guys who were furthest from being NBA contributors yeah. on a Celtics roster during my time covering the team. And they're going out there and they're beating Team USA. This is not Team USA losing to a, an even close to talented team. No. It is Team USA flopping, Team USA playing Draymond Green and Bam Adebayo together for whatever reason, and Team USA being very, very not cohesive. Yeah, Marcus, they lost. Like, okay, you you beat Iran, but like you lost to Evan Fournier in two seven. Like, I don't we're know not, what you're supposed to this. do. We're not doing this. We're what not do you mean? doing this. We're not acting like as fluky as the Iran win was. <laughs> just as fluky as the France loss. No, I think we're way overplaying it, this this France loss. I think we're way overplaying it. They're back because the reason they lost was offense. And I disagree. It's like paying your phone bill. It's more like like you know you you can't find your range from three. And what do you do? You go take a layup. Iran was the layup. 
Damian Lillard saw some shots go in. People saw shots go in. Everybody made yeah, shots. Yeah, because you're playing against a run. There's yeah, no but, defense. But, what the it, fuck? It doesn't matter. Like, that's all Damian Lillard needs. It's not like nobody's stopping Damian Lillard. Nobody stops them. They just failed in a way that they control. So they are responsible for fixing it. Nobody thinks France is better than USA. That, uh, they're not better. Like Jay just count the outlined wins. it. They're count not the wins. better. Count the wins. They're not. They're not they, better. They've been so, twice in a row, though. <laughs> what, what? We count like a what? Three years in between? Like two on. years what ago? The streak's a streak. A streak's a streak. Okay. I don't know what okay, to tell you. So in in an international play, we don't say the team that's more talented is better. But in NBA play, we say the team with more talent is better. Had that work in two thousand four? Show me the gold medal for Team USA. Then who? No, no. So, yeah, so Tim Duncan, LeBron so James, are, Dwayne Wade, we saying, Allen are, Iverson. I thought you was talking about now. Was that the year Cal- Carlos Arroyo ruined them? Yes, Carlos no. Arroyo. So, so you're saying, can so you're it, saying right? those teams were better than USA because they won, or did USA fail epically? I failure's failure. I exactly. Up. That's why it's an upset. So we would have no issue then if they lost to a better nation, right? There wouldn't be an issue if the other nation was there better. There is no better France, nation. That's the problem. If there is no better is nation. Better yeah. than the USA, then there's no issue. No, because you know, you you know the whole thing of like, oh god, what is it? It's one of those Avengers movies where the, some villain is like, "We're gonna come down here with every army we have and something," and the and they respond with, "We have a Hulk, right? Like we have a Kevin Durant. That's all it should mean. It should be us out there and Kevin Durant, so and that better. should be enough. So we're better. I don't know. We're one and one." And, no, the only win, and the only win we we're have better is Iran. And we shouldn't lose. That's the point. We're better. You're right. And we should we shouldn't not lose. lose, and we did. Yes. And, yes. and, and, they're and get, I'm saying that they're was a fluke. They're going to get bounced. They're going to get bounced by Luca. Luca's a not afraid. Here's the thing: no one's afraid of them anymore. That's the problem. I assure you, brother, the sun will shine on us again. <laughs> Your optimism is misplaced, Asgardian. Can we talk about Greg Popovich's record with Team USA? Fire him. 12 and 6. 12 and 6. 12 and 6. Chuck him. Chuck yeah. him. There's an issue there. What are There's we, the definite Knicks? definite issue there. This is Tom Thibodeau ball? No. Okay, what do you want? I'm so tired of this. Team USA is a four seed. They're on track to be a four seed. <laughs> All right, I'll play, record this tape when they win a the title. Hey, when they win the goal, they when they're standing will on win the podium. The nah, I want to hear that probably will. Nah, I want to hear that. You're... They're All right. Going to How about win. this? We're How about this, Marcus? You clue. want it? You want it? They don't even make the medal round. <laughs> How about <laughs> that? Sadoransky's gonna end them. Tomas, no, they can. No, no, no. They can still. They can still make the medal round if they beat. But they're gonna get knocked out. Game they're one. They're gonna, gonna lose the game one of the knockout. I don't know who they're, who they're gonna play. I haven't looked who that might set up. I'm just assuming it's Luka Doncic and he's gonna pick up because he's not afraid. And that's the issue. Is that nobody's afraid of Team USA anymore? That, that, no, that see that's the part that I I don't think that matters in the sense that okay, nobody's afraid, and in the end, it's just basketball and they gotta play. We got that. That means they won't be boat racing teams. I don't care what the reason is, they're better and they should win. Scared or not, you don't gotta be scared to lose, right? Like so to it, me, I'm looking at talent, they should not lose. Period. They just should not lose. And yet they do. It should they, not they matter have. how much Gershon Yabuselli is petrified of Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant should just dust him no matter what. That's just how it should be.
You you can't you guys are making contrary arguments. How either because you're saying everybody else is better, which means it should be close. It should be tight. No, it shouldn't. It should we be. have Kevin no, fucking it Durant. It should be oh over. God. You just got through saying so Luca can't compete with Kevin Durant. He shouldn't be able to. Luca can, but the rest of the roster should not be able to compete with anybody. He should. Yeah. Oh, come on, man. Come on, man. But name another Slovenian that's not related to Goran Dragic. Let's go back in time. Three on three hoops seems like it's having a moment right now. The Olympics, you know, announcing they will start a new sport in 2020. Ice Cube three-on-three or big three tournament do you think it's good for the league or do you think that it's kind of diluting the game of basketball from a five-on-five standpoint i think it's great for the league as i understand it from the olympic movement you know three-on-three basketball is to indoor basketball as beach volleyball is to traditional indoor olympic volleyball and so here's an opportunity for countries who aren't probably don't have the depth to field a 12-person team men's or women's but with i think the three and three teams are four players with four great players from and generally from smaller countries are in a position to compete in the olympics and potentially medal i think it's wonderful for the sport and same with the big three in that league in particular with ice cube i know he's very focused on vet nba vets getting out there having additional opportunities to play the game so i'm looking forward to watching it yeah i'm looking forward to seeing ai that's one of the things i want to say i appreciate dropped out of Harvard to get an education, he said. I grew up with the belief that the world belonged to him and that everything he said was true. Look around you. How did America get this way? Land of promise, land of opportunity. Give us the wretched refuse of your teeming shores. Have a Coke. Watch TV. Have a nice day. Go on welfare. Get free money. Turn to crime. Crime pays in this country. <laughs> Why do they put up with it? Why do they keep coming? All I'm saying is it will play out exactly how we think. They will it will be tough games against the better teams and they will blow out the simple teams because talent is what matters. Men's team Simple's men's that. team USA didn't even make the three on three portion of the Olympics. They they didn't even try, bro. With Robbie Hummel. <laughs> what are you talking about? Who, the NBA players? That's hum- humiliating. Um, I, I choose not to share that with you. Take three. It's tampering season, baby. <laughs> <laughs> that was upsetting, Jay. Free agency doesn't officially start until August 2nd. But it's we know... Laugh. From past years, negotiations are already well underway and deals are probably already inked. If only the NBA treated tampering as thoroughly and stringent as it does instant replay at the end of games. How about we can just watch basketball? I like that idea. It shouldn't take this long. I would rather them miss a hostile act and us have flow to the game than them to be the hostile police. You become hostile when they call hostile. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, do we not in the league want any flow to our games? Is this really what we want in conference finals games? <laughs> the bubbles got to him. <laughs> no, I'm got bubbleitis right now. <laughs> <laughs>
No, the funny thing is we both agree with him. According to ESPN's Brian Windhorse, the offseason will revolve around a long, complicated game of point guard musical chairs, one that could, league executives and insiders say, create moves and counter moves across the NBA in the wee hours of free agency. So, it will be free agency. Though not all technically free agents, many players fall into the mix once things get going on August 2nd, if not before then. Disgruntled stars like Damian Lillard, injured like Kawhi Leonard, scorned like 2-5 in Philadelphia, and simply playing for the Wizards like Brad Beal. Other names in the rumor mill, we've got Chris Paul, who will be a free agent, Lonzo Ball, who will be a restricted free agent, and John Collins, who will be a restricted free agent, who's looking for that max deal. So, Marcus... That crystal ball back at, why'd you put it away in the first place? What are you hearing from your sources? And what do you see happening when all this shakes out in a week or two? My sources are currently uh, with USA Gymnastics, as I write about <laughs> the Olympics. <laughs> uh, it feels like the the players under contract are the ones who are the first chips, right? Mm-hmm. Like it feels mm-hmm. like not, Bradley Beal has to make a decision first, which he's, you know, will do before the draft. Uh, Damian Lillard's got to decide to drop that letter off or not in Neil O'Shea's office that, that I want out letter. Like, and then now you get the pieces moving because if you want Alonzo, you probably want a Bradley Beal more, right? right. <laughs> or Damian, you don't want to pass up on those opportunities. For me, those things have to happen. And what's interesting is LeBron seems back on the prowl, right? The Lakers seem back at like yeah. hungry again. Like, hold on. Now it's all about, okay, it feels like they're ready to cash in the whole team. We're not pursuing <laughs> Dennis Schroeder anymore. We're going exactly. after real wins. Right? So the Lakers yeah. are mixed. For me, that even before free agency is really going to set free agency. We got to figure out what's going to happen there. Uh, and I, I, I am very curious because there's Bradley Beal, because there's Damian Lillard. What does this do for Chris Paul, who otherwise would be the big name free agent? I mean, he just came mm-hmm. out of the finals. He right? can't leave, though. Why not? If they offer him less money, he can. He want he wants four years. That's a lot. He's of gonna years. want a four That's year a max, lot of man. Years. Yeah, yeah. Like he wants four years. As as the head of the Players Association, he can't he can't take less money. No, you can't. It you got to set the precedent. Too bad of the most money. Yeah. yeah. So it's that that's the pecking order for me. Dame, Bradley Beal, Chris Paul, and kind of everything else. We'll figure off that. Don't forget Zach Levine. Zach Levine, another guy. Like the under contract guys are the real free agency here. So this will be in my mock draft on Thursday. So I'll say it here and then it'll be on the podcast Thursday morning. So go check out my mock draft on theathletic.com. Uh, Daryl Morey apparently asked, this is, I got this from, from a source and confirmed by another source. Asked for Colin, Colin Sexton, Darius Garland, Isaac Okoro, and three first round picks for Ben. Hold on, say that again. He asked for Sexland, right? Yeehaw! The Colin Sexton, Darius Garland, yeah, um, 
Darius Garland uh, backcourt, Isaac Okoro, their first round pick last year, and three first round picks for for two five in Philadelphia. You got to ask for a lot, and if you're if you're even talking so to Cleveland, didn't go down at all, huh? No, like, right, no, well, not with Daryl Morey. Daryl Morey's like, no, this is a superstar. Like you got you got to come correct with this. If it's gonna be Cleveland, it's gonna be a lot. Like that's not there's right. no like just straight up trade with Cleveland that makes sense. No straight up trade with Cleveland that turns Philadelphia into a championship contender right away. So you better yeah, ask yeah, for a yeah. lot. You better yeah. ask for a lot. I, I feel like that was his way of saying no. This is not gonna work out for you guys. Right. Unless, Knowing that unless like, you're, you're not willing take to go this. absolutely bonkers here. Right. So I get that. Spring is the best time to add new challenges to your training just in time for summer and warmer days. I know I'm looking outside right now. Sun's out. Birds are chirping. It's time to start getting outside. Uh, I know that I like to get outside and play basketball with my kids. And honestly, I need to get into a fitness routine in order to keep up with these guys. And Peloton is there for me. Peloton's varying class links were designed with your training plan in mind. Personalize your workout, whether you'd like to add a 10-minute core session at the end of your strength class or take a 60-minute power zone ride to increase your endurance, Peloton classes are designed to help focus on your needs and goals. Peloton's classes were made to challenge you. There are a variety of classes like boot camps, boxing, full-body strength, or marathon training all created to grow your skills or push you to improve in what you're already excelling in. Peloton's program and instruction push you to be your best. Their expert coaches and nonstop vibes will push you to new levels of strength and endurance, keeping you on your toes while giving you the professional coaching you need. Peloton has everything you need to get you where you're going. Whether you prefer to run indoors, row or ride at home, or strength train at the gym, Peloton has something for you. Get your head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. To, to me, the the guy that I'm looking at who could change a team's immediate future and is likely to leave, Kyle Lowry, man. Yo, Kyle Lowry is New going, Orleans positioned themselves to go after him. Yeah, that's that's where I don't want him to go because I still don't think with Kyle Lowry the the Pelicans are really much of a contender at all. Wow. But if if you throw him on Philadelphia, Dallas, Philly, if, if you throw him on Philly, if you throw him on Dallas, all of a sudden he changes the Lakers. <laughs> the Lakers, he he changes the team's trajectory. He puts them right back in the mix if if they weren't in the mix already in the Lakers case, he would put them maybe at the top of the list. So Kyle Lowry is the one to me, he's probably going to end up somewhere else and wherever he goes, he's going to make a huge, huge difference. The Toronto in general to me is a team that is going to be a huge factor in how mm-hmm. these things shake out. I mean, that might be the most perfect place for Simmons, right? Like, uh, if they don't have to give up the farm to keep them. But if Siakam is gone and, and Kyle Lowry's gone, like I could rebuild around in Toronto. Uh, the thing I love about y'all, it's all about family. It's about family. It's about family and faith and loyalty. And that's what, that's what I think when every time I think of here. And so I want to thank you. 
Now, I tell you what, uh, Edgar planned on bringing in 20 horses in here, but he didn't, couldn't get them in today. Tell you what, I've had people campaign for me. I've never had them go through the neighborhood with me on horses. But my dad, who was a real equestrian, would have really been flattered to know you're doing this. Folks, you look, uh, you know, it's great to be back at the center. And uh, It just feels like Toronto and Maasai are going, they're going to do some things. They, they, they Masai's gonna work something, is and Masai they're gonna still reach there? Is Masai gonna stick around? He, yeah, he's stick. What do you mean, Masai ain't going nowhere? He's, I don't know. Is he with the Knicks yet? <laughs> Not yet. Not yet. And just oh, wanna, I got, just I wanna, got, I gotta, just wanna, my, wanna, my bad. I gotta pay a fine. Yeah, Zach. just want to remind you that if uh, you're gonna refer to him five. just by his just by his last name, that's just five. I feel like two five <laughs> in Toronto. That to me makes more sense than two five in Cleveland. Yes, a, a lot more sense. One hundred percent. Toronto's yeah. going to be a factor. They got the four pick yeah. that they can be flexible with. They clearly aren't in love with with that Suggs. Spot. Which, my God, like Jalen Suggs know. is so good. I don't know. This is Jay's guy. I don't know. They don't want Suggs. They're the ready to pick. move off the pick. <laughs> Jay and it I can't agree Kane. on anything, and we agree on Jalen Suggs. That's how good you know he can be. We we uh, that is probably we, the first thing we've ever agreed. On. Or it's the most damning thing that could be said about him. I don't yeah, know. He might There's be no in between, right? <laughs> Facts. Um, yeah, Toronto could probably. I mean, they could be really good next year and just avoid the playing tournament in general. Speaking of, take four. Well, hold on. Would Siakam be a good fit for Warriors if they don't get Beal? He yeah he uh, he helps them. I don't know about the fit him and Draymond together. Seems like I don't know if he does enough other things. That if he could shoot, man, if he wasn't shooting, look, I, I think 30, I think if he's not creating stuff for himself, I think I think it's a that, lot. Better. That's a tough one. That's yeah, a lot he looked way one. better when he had dudes around him. When he yeah. had the Siakam, yeah, the Siakam from the finals. That guy, yeah. uh, you can. You figure you can put Draymond at five, him at four. Right. He's just got to – he's just – I'd take him. I'd take him. How about that? I, I'd yeah. definitely take yeah, him. I, think that, I, I think wouldn't that give would up the sense. farm for him, though. No, no, for no. Sure. He wouldn't be the full Beal offer for sure. Not even close. No. No, no, no. Um, it would help the Warriors get out of the playing tournament. Speaking of, take four. <laughs> playing is here to stay. The NBA's playing tournament is back for at least one more season. As expected, the league's board of governors – gave approval Tuesday to the plan that would bring back the event in April of 2022 format will be the same as it was this past season. Teams that finished seventh, eighth, ninth, and 10th in each conference will play to determine the number seven and number eight playoff seeds. Jay, yay or nay on the play in turn. I'm cool with the playing tournament. Um, I'm not like gung ho about it. I don't think, will ever again have like the Warriors versus the Lakers. Like that was a one-time thing in a weird season where everything lined up for Steph and LeBron to play each other in the play-in tournament. That is not going to be something that happens often. It is not going to be the ratings bonanza it was this past season. It is not always going to be that much of a home run. That said, I'm not against making the seventh and eighth seeds win a game to get into the playoffs. Like it, this past year, like Jason Tatum had 50 points in a playing game and Steph and LeBron went at each other. And then Steph had to fight for his season against the Grizzlies. It was fun. I, I'm cool with it. I, I I don't love it, but I don't hate it either. I, I love it, actually. Uh, and not just because. That's the correct take. 
not just because the Warriors, like, I, I agree, that's like a one. That's an anomaly. Yeah. The Lakers Warriors. But I thought it was great for John Morant to get that stage. I thought I think it's good to see some young players get in. And also, we've complained for years about half the team making the playoffs, right? What this effectively does is make it six playoff teams from each conference. And everybody else is kind of <laughs> kind of extras, right? You kinda it don't really count unless you get the top six, which makes you know, the regular season more valuable. It extends like the interest in the, in the year. And also like the bottom of the conference are usually young and up and coming stars and they'll get a platform. I, mm-hmm. I think that's incredible. John ja Morant benefited from that stage and, and it's going to help him. Uh, I like that opportunity for those young guys. I would also add this is that it keeps com- competition longer in the season. Right. Like I I don't like the idea that so many teams like I guess, you know, it's not the playoffs, but some people will say, well, now 20 out of the 30 teams get to be in the postseason. Right. Which is not exactly accurate. The NBA doesn't consider the play in tournament, the playoffs, but it's still something. Nor do we really. No, nor do we, nor should you. But it's still like, all right, 20 teams are alive. Could we keep it in the the season? And get rid of it in the East because no that's one, a great suggestion. No one wants I to see the Pacers and the Hornets in a playing game. No one. Well, here's no the thing: if the, Horn- if the, the Hornets had won, a game. no, one. no. If the if the Hornets had won, everybody would have loved it because everyone would have gotten to see Lamelo on a big stage, all yes. stuff. And they got because yes. they got waxed by forty by an awful Pacers team. Now we're like, well, that wasn't fun. I, I mean, think of how great the playing game will be next year when Cade is like dominating and. You know, beats what? up on the Wizards. You know, Cade and the Pistons. The Rockets you know, are making the play. Cade and who? Cade Cunningham and, and who? The Killian Hayes, Dennis Smith yeah. Jr. What? Sadiq uh, Bay. D- does he need anyone? Yes, it's, Cade it's Cunningham. the Pistons. Nah. That team he'll get, he'll, sucks. He'll get them to the playing games. Fine. <laughs> get them to the playing games. He's not a wizard. <laughs> like, well, wait. Poor choice of words. He's not a warlock. Okay, well, Jalen Suggs then in the yeah. playing game next year. No, nah, man. Jalen Suggs on the reloaded Toronto Raptors have got 2-5 up there. Oh, my God. It's going to be <laughs> it's gonna be nothing but playoffs there. Top six. Yes. Jalen Suggs, six, winner. Uh, winner. <laughs> Say it right facts. here. Um, Y'all going to be so mad when he's on the Warriors. Jalen Suggs? Yeah. I I don't I'd dislike the Warriors. The yeah, Warriors. I'd like oh, to see him people, on a, a lot good of organization. Will be very upset. Yeah, a lot of people will be very upset. At this point, get over it, everybody. Okay, if a team's well run, then it's well run. This whole like, oh, the Warriors, this Warriors, that. Get over it. That's loser talk. <laughs> yeah, I down. said it. It's loser talk. Just like wanting to keep the ability to draw cheap fouls, which will no longer be a thing. Take five. We got new rules. As has been discussed before, the NBA will put in new rules and crack down on these non-basketball move fouls starting next season. That's the report of Shams Trani of The Athletic. Quote, NBA officiating staffs will be trained to identify and properly rule overt non-basketball actions to initiate contact with defender, such as offensive player launches into defender, abruptly veers off path, kicks leg at abnormal angle, or his off-arm hooks a, a defender. James Harden of the Brooklyn Nets and Trey Young of the Atlanta Hawks are two of the most notorious offenders of these non-basketball moves that get them whistles from the officials. So, Marcus, yay or nay on this new rule change? Yay. Yay again. Like, 
Can we legislate defense back into the league? Wow, it sounds like you're in the yay area. You feel me? <laughs> I represent the yay area. Uh, I just, man, watching this Olympic basketball, it's so beautiful. It mm-hmm. is beautiful to see our American players drive and try to get a bump and shoot. And they look around and everybody's still playing. Nobody stopped from the call. Like, because you know why? You're not getting that weak call. And the NBA needs to stop that. They, needs to le- they need to legislate defense back into the game. And any move that gets rid of this, like, soft, touchy, like, weeks, get that out of here. And mm-hmm. I'm, I'm all for that 1,000%. You should be able to play defense in the NBA. Absolutely. I am going to be so happy the first time Chris Paul runs out of his way to try to draw a foul and wow. they call a foul on him instead. I'm going to be so happy when so James Paul's Harden be- kicks out his leg and the offensive foul is blown. I am going to be so, so happy when Kyle Lowry comes around a screen and stops and jumps backwards to try to draw a three-point foul. And you know what? The ref isn't going to buy it this time. It. This is the best thing for the game. This has been needed for a few years now, ever since guys really started to take advantage of the rules. This is a good, good move for the NBA. I'm so happy. Here's here's my concern. Remember flop warnings? I was just going to say this. (laughs) You know, know, like I think they're going to crack down on it the first couple of months, and then I'm worried it's not going to be a thing anymore. Yeah, that's exact. I was as as Jay was saying that I was like, yeah, until the next time Harden does it, it right? Like, yeah, I can't I mean, believe Jay doesn't want to see Chris Paul in that like freshly sewn Knicks uniform drawing these fouls. That's just weird to me. I don't know. That they're just like the rip through the like. There's just some moves that just need to be taken out of the game. Like it's it's. If you can't do it playing pickup without getting people are like, what are you doing? Right? Like you shouldn't be able to do it. Nobody playing basketball does the side to side swipe. Only in the NBA. Right. Like all of those type of things. Nobody comes off a screen and literally just stops. Just, you're like nobody running in front jumps in front of a moving target and right. then stops. Yeah. Like you don't do this stuff in basketball. They got to get rid of it. But I do worry that it's gonna be one of the things we hype about. Like how many times have you seen a dude throw a ball into the at the stanchion in anger? Remember you couldn't do that at all. Now yeah. it's like auto, it used to be automatic tech. Now it's like ah, we kind of understand. Yeah, we it's, get it. it's what's gonna happen. They're gonna hit Trey Young a couple times, but. By March, you'll be doing it again, and everything will be fine. It's going to be back in the playoffs. I I do, even if they, like, allowed that other stuff, but they got rid of the jump into a defender, right? Like, pump fake and then jump in a non-shooting motion into it. Like, that. if that is the only thing that they rule out of this thing, I'll be perfectly happy. That can't stay. Yeah. I mean, that, that just can't be part of the game. It's internationally, it's a bad look. Like it's tough when the Iran team is tougher than the, you know, they, they ain't out here flopping. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like come Ahmed on, Haddadi is nice. Is nice. Yo, they was out there. It was physical. They was like, let's go. You ain't see nobody complaining. That's the great they, part about it. There's nobody complaining and whining. They're like, let's play. They avoided the double up, man. They, they played hard. They avoided the double up, but they lost 120 to 66, and we're commending them. What is the double up? Uh, hey, yeah, yeah. Oh on, my man. god. This Why is infuriating. Not? You don't have to pretend that Team USA 
is great anymore. Okay. I'd like to make Team USA great again. Wait. You know what? Let's just end it right there. That's going to do it for this week in Point of Contention. Don't forget to subscribe to all the shows on the Athletic Podcast Network. Warriors Plus Minus. Anything is potable. Sixers beat. No dunks. And so many more. For Jay King, for Marcus Thompson, for Jade Hoy, I'm Zach Harper. See you next time on POC and subscribe to The Athletic. Okay, what do you want? I'm so tired of this. Okay, what do you want? I'm so tired of this. Okay, what do you want? I'm so tired of this.